0: Thank you for tuning in to Zero's Talking Heroes, the podcast that's still taking you to school. I'm your host, Joe, and to talk about the movie Iron Man 2, I brought with me two
1: servings of chlorophyll. We've got Sequel. The podcast that doesn't want to join your super-secret
2: boy band. And Corey. The podcast that successfully privatized world peace. Uh, I also have an an honorable mention, which is the podcast that can always count on me pleasuring myself. Matt threw in a couple bets. Uh, the only podcast that wants one, and As honorable mention, is the podcast that is going to have to ask you to exit the donut.
0: Before Iron Man 2, though, we have a couple of things to do. First, we got an email. It's technically two emails, but we're going to combine it as one. Our friend out in Kansas City, Bennett, has emailed us.
2: Wow. It's been a good couple of weeks for That's us. right.
0: three fans. Well, yeah. If you want to be the fourth, <laughs> ZTHpodcast at gmail.com. And we will love you forever. We will. Bennett writes, ZTHers, did you hear about the Rocketeer reboot? No, I did not. Neither did I. Sequel's going to love it even more than the original, I'm sure. (laughs) Matt, welcome back. You are my favorite host. Matt's not here. (laughs) 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 Which is ironic and funny. I finally saw Atomic Blonde and it was awesome. Surprised it was that good. Should have saw it sooner. Yes. As a diehard Marvel zombie, I need to recommend a few more movies to you. The Punisher, 1989, Dolph, Dolph Lundgren classic, Man Thing, which I assume is a Swamp Thing knockoff, and Kick-Ass 2. You may ask why these movies? Well, swear to God that I am not trying to get sequel to quit the show by suggesting truly terrible old superhero <laughs> movies, so that I can slip in and replace him. Yours truly, the, the next ZTasher, Benny. <laughs> it's funny because you got your biggest fan last <laughs> <that> week. <laughs> And now the guy is trying to replace you this week. Right? <laughs> and then Bennett emailed again because uh, he said, I just thought of a few more movies to pepper in between all the times you will go to the theater to watch Avengers Infinity War this summer. Barb Wire, he just wrote in parentheses, Pam Anderson, <laughs> Superman 4, Quest for Peace, The Spirit, and Supergirl. Get on it.
1: Thanks, Bennett. Out of all those movies, how many have you guys seen? Zero. I've seen zero of those movies. I've seen Kick-Ass 2. I've seen The Spirit. I've seen Barbed Wire. Does Barbed Wire for me? I haven't seen Man-Thing or... What was the first one you said? Uh, I'm not sure if it's awful. No, no it's I have
0: I hear that movie's amazingly bad. Yeah. I can't wait to watch that. I can't wait to watch that either. It's There's like a scene where he's eating pizza. That's all
1: I know about <laughs> it. That's all I know. I think it's pizza. Disney is oh, doing... Oh, hi, Yeah. Disney is doing a Rocketeer reboot okay. animated with a female lead. Oh. Interesting.
0: I don't know how I feel about a reboot. I don't... Like, female lead is fine. But, like, I don't... I think that movie still held up pretty well. I like that movie. It's
2: fine. I, I could But you're not going to continue this yeah, story. Yeah, it, 19- it wouldn't be
0: a sequel. 50. It would be... I just think they probably don't need to make another Rocketeer. Oh, yeah. But we'll see it.
1: Yeah. We have to. We
0: Which do. Actually... So thanks again, Bennett, for that email. Once again, zthpodcast at com. if you want to have your thoughts read on the air and then be our new best friend. I believe you can be number four or five. Easily. And that's not a ranking. That's just literally order that you've had. emailed in. Yep.
1: We rank when the uh, microphone's not on. Joy is
0: Se- Sequel <laughs> ranks when the microphone's not on. You all can and Spoilers, Maurice is number one. <laughs> Always and forever. <laughs> Since <laughs> last week. <laughs> It all matters. In addition to the email, we've also been watching some things that aren't Iron Man 2 this week, and we're going to let you know what those things are. And I'm going to say, Corey, you go ahead. My general thoughts
2: about this movie. Nope, nope, nope. Watch that up there. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's all right. <laughs> Fuck my life. Uh, what have I been watching? I watched. Uh, I finished Jessica Jones. Really, the only thing that I have, um, <laughs> the only serious thing I've sat down and, and finished or watched at all. I have yet to start that. It's it's a very frustrating season. The first season of Jessica Jones, you have this phenomenal bad guy in Kilgrave. And you have a really cool story. And, again, a lot of it's about human condition stuff. How to deal with addiction and how to cope with trauma and stuff like that. And Jessica Jones Season 2 goes into that side of it harder. Which I said in the podcast already. Like, it's, it's super... Intense about the human condition is really interesting in that way. But as far as villain is concerned, and story, it it kind of falters. And I'm not sure if I don't like it, or if I think it's MCU groundbreaking. Like, it is nowhere near the formula of anything Marvel Cinematic Universe related. Which the Netflix are technically part of the MCU, are they not?
0: I mean, there's not going to be overlap, but yeah, they are, like canon they in the MCU. They're canon, is what I mean. They mentioned Sokovia. And they mentioned Aradon.
2: Sokovia. Yeah. They mentioned the the incident.
0: They never get mentioned in the movies, though. What the like the like the, the, the defenders, defenders and no. stuff? Which is kind I, of funny how it's a one way street.
2: <laughs> they might. I mean, I don't know. I I wouldn't be surprised if everyone's at in Infinity away. War. It'd be pretty cool if they were at Infinity War. I yeah. Know. Can't wait. I'd love to see Jessica Jones or Luke Cage running down the street during Infinity War. So yeah, as far as the MCU is concerned. Very different as far as the way that the story is getting told. Worth a watch. Worth a watch. That's it for me.
1: That's it. Uh, sequel. What do you got? I watched two movies. I saw Ready Player One last night. It was it was good. I read the book also. It's it's they changed a lot from the book. But I kind of figured. It's it's yeah. I like seeing all the eighties references. They do they do a really good job with that, and it's fun. A lot of CGI.
2: Does the CGI look okay? Yeah.
1: It looks how it's supposed to look because they're they're in a game, yeah. so it looks
2: that I, I But it looked like in the preview when the kid is like looking looking at his goggles to get ready to put them on to go into
1: the like, oasis. The oasis.
2: It looks like they CGI'd his face there to get that shot, that like up close shot. The pans around. I didn't know if they did a lot of that. I didn't notice that, but once the
1: goggles go on, you just see his avatar. Yeah. So it's, it's supposed to be... Okay, that's... It's fair. like Discount
0: Cloud from Final Fantasy Seven. Nice. Pretty much.
1: And I watched my favorite uh, Sam Raimi movie, For Love of the Game. Nice. Baseball movie, Kevin Kosnick.
0: I haven't seen it yet, but it might be end up being my favorite Sam Raimi movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is funny, I was watching the... Uh, I know we've mentioned for a lot of the games several times because we uh, mentioned the director, but opening credits like, oh Sam Raimi, that's right. Kevin Costum does so many baseball movies. He's done, let's see. Three? This one's more of like a romance than it is a baseball movie. But
0: it's a uh, he's he's pitching a perfect game, right? And he goes like spoiler. through his life. Yeah. That that's a I think that's the plot summary.
1: It's yeah, it's his less it's got a well the owner says, "Hey, um, I'm selling the team, and the team I'm selling. Uh, so, uh, the guys are selling too. Their first action is going to be to trade you to San Francisco. Just thought you should know right before your start here." Oh, thanks. <laughs> so then he goes out and he just like leaves it all on the mound, and he's going through. Yeah, he's going through his life with his um, his love interest Jane. So it's like you get an inning of baseball, and then he's sitting in the dugout, and there's a flashback, and then it goes back. It's a lot of back and forth. But, what uh, team does he play for? The Tigers. Okay. Oh, they use real teams. Yes, it's, it takes place. Uh, it's in Yankee Stadium. It's against the Yankees. So, oh, he to, oh.
2: so he doesn't have to bat at all.
1: He does not have to bat. That was interesting. <laughs> I was thinking about that after. I'm like, oh, they, it was NL. He would have had a hit. That would yeah. have been a fun scene. Yeah. But um, John C. Riley's also in the movie. It's pretty cool. And it I has the... That. um. Most realistic baseball action in a baseball movie, I feel. Because it's like an actual game. Oh, okay. I'll make that claim. Fight me on it. I've
0: heard that uh, Major League is actually like the most accurate baseball movie according to most baseball players. Right, but there's stuff that happens <laughs> in Major League. Oh, you know, it's, it's not. There's not a lot of focus on actual baseball in Major League. Right. Or at least not as much as this movie, I'm guessing. But as far as like actual life of a player. Apparently that's the most accurate
1: It's the most believable I would say
0: (laughs) According to people who play
1: That's because also that movie is like a season long This is just like one day Yeah, True That's it, that's what I've been watching Joe, what have you been watching?
0: I've been watching some things The first thing I watched was my favorite anime series Which is Cowboy Bebop Because I was on a podcast talking about it And by the time this airs, that podcast should be up If you want to check it out, it's called Ghost in the Cloud
2: Oh, nice
0: and if you've never watched Cowboy Bebop, and even if you're not an anime person, it's it's not like cliche anime where like big eyes and crazy shit happens, it's just, it's a space western where they are bounty hunters. It's really fucking cool. I highly recommend it. I think it's like art.
2: How do you know the guys from Ghost in the Cloud? Uh, one of it?
0: them is John, the guy who emails us and made that spreadsheet of us. Gotcha. And it's also his fiance. I know that guy. From somewhere. <laughs> from somewhere. Probably from Dave and Buster's, that time you met. I definitely... He knows me. We know each other. You <laughs> both have one of those faces. I admit, no. <laughs> so that's a good time. And I also watched... I went to the theaters and I watched Game Night. Okay. You like it? I thought it was okay. Like, I was... Comedies are tough for me because I don't laugh. I don't find things very funny often in, uh, in comedy movies. But I enjoy it. Like, I enjoyed the experience and I enjoyed the movie and I liked what the characters are doing. Jesse Plum is definitely the funniest character in the movie. <laughs> By far. For sure. But he's like even he's like so weird and over the top. I love like at the end they showed his like his plan board yes. and he has he wrote an email to Frito Lay. Yeah. And they're like, dear Mr. So and so, we do not offer a three for one.
1: <laughs> How is that profitable for Frito Lay?
2: <laughs> I like to when he's holding the dog in
1: the lamb shank, and he kinda <laughs> back slowly into his oh, yeah. house with a grin on his face. Are we supposed to follow him? <laughs> How is that profitable?
0: I checked the mail late in the day <laughs> to avoid the opportunity of disappointment I have not coming yet. Plus, it gives my dog the chance to urinate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's holding the phone. No one Kyle Chandler pulls up. They like, yeah. keep it down. Look, he's just standing in the two well,
0: Like, his... he's fine. And he's not there, and he's there. <laughs> I
2: think he knows now. Yeah,
0: you think? <clears> the <throat> parts of course, the movie were funny, but just, I didn't get as many big laughs as I hoped. <laughs> but it was an enjoyable movie. I recommend it if you like comedies. And the other movie I watched was A Few Good Men. Nice! Yeah. Yay! What do you think? Very good. I've never watched an Aaron Sorkin <laughs> written movie that I didn't like. The Street Continues. I don't think it was my favorite Aaron Sorkin movie. What would be your
1: favorite Aaron Sorkin it's Probably Moneyball. Yeah, but Moneyball, he rewrote. Like, he's a... It's not like a true Sorkin. It's a true enough Sorkin for me. Okay. Fair. And the fact that Jack Nichols is in that movie
2: for about 11 minutes total. He's in for three scenes. That's it. Yeah, they have the interview with him early on in Guantanamo. Well, the first... is beating.
1: The first you see him reading a letter, and he goes, Who yeah. the fuck is private Will- PFC William Santiago? And then they have the, um... Yeah, when they visit. The lunch in Guantanamo. You have to ask me nicely. I like that scene a lot. Mm -hmm. And then it's the scene at the end. Yeah. That's it. But he is, like, one of the most well-known parts about that movie. That's a great scene. Because he's got the
0: line. He's got, you can't handle the truth.
1: Right, and him and Cruz going head-to-head. Who do you think wins that scene? technically speaking Tom Cruise
0: does. Well, I think Tom Cruise wins that scene.
1: Yeah. Tom Cruise's character wins that scene, but I think Nicholson knocks oh, it out of the park. Are you saying well, who act, does a better performance? performance.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. Oh, better performance? I actually like Nicholson's better.
0: I actually like Tom Cruise's performance better because of because of the part where he falls silent, you can tell he's deciding whether or not this is worth it to him or not. Where he's like, "Do I go after this guy? Do I do what I came here to do, or do I let this go? When he's like trying to get off the stand, he's like, Do you have another question for me?
1: Yeah, and he gets up and then he goes, Thanks, like, I love down. Washington. Was I'm singing. not <laughs> Colonel. I didn't dismiss you. <laughs> I don't cut off that you're running you're running here. And the witness will refer to me as your honor. I believe I've
2: earned it. That scene for me is especially moving after Jack Nicholson calms down. So he has like that freak out moment where he's like, You can't handle the truth. And then he gets like Oddly sobering and stern. Like he's stern, he's loud, but he's like oddly sobering and like in control of his functions yeah. when he's explaining why you need him there, why you he does what he needs to do. Leave like me on that wall. Oh, like it's it's haunting.
1: You, you weep for Santiago, but I <laughs> feel like in my reality, his death probably saved lives. Yeah.
0: So, we talked a lot about a few good men, and I probably didn't leave it all in. So. There's, I
1: don't know. real quick, two things <laughs> I would totally take out of the movie the stupid end, like the, the end in White Scripts, I find that doesn't fit in at all. Yeah, and it. the beginning part with the, um,. Soldiers playing with the guns, doing that thing, it doesn't need it to be. It doesn't
0: bad. fit. It's it's like good imagery, like it's impressive, but I don't know why it was there. I had the same thought. I'm like, why is this? Why am I watching this? I have yeah. to re, I have to rewatch that scene and try story. to figure out if I know. Yeah,
1: it has no bearing on anything, yeah, it no bearing on anything. and it, 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 it might not, but it it's might not have something to do with the company. Of, I don't think just to show how I guess. discipline of marines. Yeah, if, yeah. It, if
2: it's the marines,
1: it's just to show how. it Doesn't fit, and it, I don't know if you looked it up or not. guess Guesser at tomato score. I actually didn't... 87%. I want to say it's like 78. Wow. Well, between the two of you, it's uh, 81. And that was Iron Man 2. Stun it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Liar. And that's what we've been watching. Let's give you the movie facts for Iron Man numero dos. That's two. Iron Man 2 came out in 2010. It's rated PG-13. It's two hours and four minutes long. Its director's name is Mr. John Favreau, who also directed Made... Elf, Zathora, the first Iron Man movie, Cowboys and Aliens, Chef, and the Jungle Book, the animated one that came out recently, or not animated, live action the movie stars Robert Downey Jr., Gwyneth Paltrow, Don Cheadle, Scarlett Johansson, Sam Rockwell, Mickey Rourke, and Samuel L. Jackson, and that's it.
2: John Favreau's in this.
0: John Favreau doesn't star in this. He's in like two scenes, and he says like three lines. If he wasn't in
2: it. I wouldn't have seen it. No, I'm just kidding.
0: It's <laughs> not true. <laughs> Budget for the movie, $200 million. It ended up grossing $623 million. $312 of million, that was domestic. It was about a 50-50 split, domestic and worldwide. Or non-domestic. Because I guess worldwide includes domestic. Rotten Tomatoes has this movie at 73%. Certified fresh. The audience disagreed the slightest amount they can, because they have it at 72%. IMDb, 7.0 out of 10, and Metacritic, 57, with a user score of 6.4. That's all I have. I forgot the look at was nominated for anything. I doubt it. I don't think so.
1: I think so. An Oscar? Yeah. That's crazy to me. Special effects, maybe? Maybe. It's gonna be anything. It's gonna be that. Best visual effects nominee. Best visual effects. Who would have thought that? Please stop.
2: Does that really screw with the (laughs) sound?
1: It's gonna make you sound like you're in a fucking tunnel. I'm guessing it lost yeah
0: <laughs> yeah
2: it would have been on the DVD Yeah, the
0: DVD cover doesn't say Academy, Academy Award winning it lost to Inception which I'm fine that with that makes <laughs> a, lot of a sense. whole lot of sense people love that Inception movie I gotta see that one day yeah so those are the movie facts for Iron Man 2 let's do our general spoiler
1: free thoughts and I forget the sequel's turn sequel is your turn general thoughts this movie is not as good as the first one It's it's a major step down. I remember seeing it in theaters and being let down a little bit. That's that's my general thoughts for this. It's not as good as the first one, but by no means does does that make it a bad movie. Corey, your
2: thought? I remember not liking this one as much as I enjoyed the first one, but on this watch-through, there's like a bunch of things I really don't like, but it's still fine, and I think that this is kind of that point in time where they've honed in on what will be the MCU formula. It, 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 it's early on, sure, but it's it follows that formula that works. So it's as good as the first one now, but it's still still a fun action flick.
0: Superhero sequels in me don't really, or in I, I guess, I don't know. I'm let down by a lot of them. Like, Winter Soldier would be, like, the one notable exception. But this, this was like Spider-Man 2 for me. Like, I went in, hoping it would be good, and I left, and I was like, I don't really think I like that very much. It, it is definitely a noticeable step down from one. The best part about this movie is Robert Downey Jr.'s performance and a slight bump in quality for Rudy. Because although I, I absolutely hate when they switch actors in movies, I think Don Cheeto is better suited for the role than Terrence Howard was. But yeah, this bad villain.
1: Yeah! I mean, who's the, is it? Is Whiplash the main villain, or is it Sam Rockwell's character? It's Whiplash. The main, it's Whiplash. I think it's Whiplash. It's it's a terrible villain. Mickey Rourke was just in everything at the time. It was like there was like a three year gap where he did like Expendables. The wrestler came out, and then he got this. Yeah, yeah.
0: this is the this is the fourth MCU movie, right? Iron Man. It's the Man? third one. No, Iron Man, Hulk. Iron Man two it was Iron Man two and then Thor. I, I
2: yeah I'm okay. 95% well, then sure. this is the
0: third one then, so that makes a lot of sense because there's a noticeable dip after Iron Man for a little while.
2: Yeah,
0: from between Iron Man and Captain America, they don't really make anything that good. It's true, and I'll, we'll get into specifics about why that is and all these things. But uh, yeah, Yeah,
1: this I'm just trying... they find Thor's hammer
2: at the end. Oh yeah, of it, yeah? Yeah, so, yeah shit. Okay. Yep, that's what, what that's what Colston is. When Colston says he's leaving, he says that they need him in New Mexico. Right, it's because Mule yeah. Mm -hmm. And
0: And those are our general thoughts and now we're going to do all the spoiler things so if you haven't seen Iron Man 2 yet this is your chance to get out now put on your Mark 6 armor and jet out of here
2: Hey.
0: and now spoilers are going to happen you've been warned, let's go
2: The biggest problem with this villain for me personally, I think that it's a waste because I think Mickey Rourke could have done better but I vividly remember the previews for this movie coming out and in the preview they have the first time that Whiplash and Tony Stark have a conversation, and he's doing that, like, thick Russian accent. He's like, you come from a family of butchers and thieves. And, like, it was very ominous in the preview, and I was like, oh, my God, this guy is going to be awesome. And that's the only time he does anything, like, says anything that cool. Like, the rest of the movie, his dialogue is garbage, which is so disappointing, because they had... You could tell that they I had the make, right in to do it. I can it.
0: make salute.
2: <laughs> yeah. Cool. Not what well I asked. Am. So I, I like again, like you have that that first interaction between the two, and it's awesome, and then it just goes downhill for him after that.
0: Yeah, he's he's not interesting. He's like, not interesting. But it's father's interesting. I would much rather have seen that story. I, yeah. in The tiny bit we get of his father, it's a, yeah, he's a much more, I mean, they would have run that story in the ground and not done it well either, but... Probably. Like, they tried to give him a motivation in the beginning and then everything falls apart and everything becomes vague and stupid, and it's just why? Why can't you do this? At least Iron Man 1 made sense. This is like a classic sophomore slump.
2: Yeah. Yes. No. <laughs> No, yeah, I guess that's fair. I always assume that the sophomore slump is followed by like a return to to greatness. I mean,
0: I think 3 is better than this movie.
2: Ooh. I I like 3 better than this. That's just incorrect. Not we're not talking about that movie right now, we like we'll But there's
1: I <sighs> I made a statement once that I prefer Spider-Man 3 to Iron Man 3, and I was right after seeing Iron Man 3, I hated that. I mean, it's different, but we're not going
0: to talk <laughs> about we're that. Not. Right we're
2: not uh, I think Sam Rockwell's performance is actually kind of pretty good in this. It's a little over-the-top, it's a little flashy, but and I think that pretty that's, good. Yeah, I mean, that's what the character but that's what the character called for.
1: Right, I've seen many Sam Rockwell movies, and I think this is by far... His, not by far, I shouldn't say by far. This is one of his worst performances, it, to, to compare it to his other work, but he doesn't really have that many bad ones, so...
2: It's also... It's he's time. kind of just like a one-note character. He's trying... He is... The knockoff Tony Stark, and he's trying the entire movie to prove it.
1: Calls him Anthony.
2: Calls him Anthony a lot. But like he, he's like dressing flashy, trying to act cool. Like at, at when he's at the Stark Expo, he's doing the weird dancing shit. Yes. Like he's trying to be everything Tony Stark is. He's a yeah, he's a low grade weapons manufacturer. He's
0: emulating him. Yeah,
2: and he's not living up to it. He's a poor man's Tony Stark. Exactly. So. Success. I mean, job well done. And if that's if that's what I'm trying to see him as, nailed it.
1: And his character doesn't die, so technically we could get him back one day, but it's never gonna happen. He gets right? mentioned in other things, like briefly, like his company. People get weapons
0: from the hammer. What is it? The Hammer Corporation, Hammer Tech, Hammer Tech. Hammer- He's got a great name. Yeah. Like, I wonder if that was like given to him or <laughs> he
2: made it. He came up with it himself. Is it is it the, in the comics is I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I actually meant to look at it and I did not What's his first name again? Justin? Yeah, it's Justin, right? I think it's Justin. <laughs> yeah.
0: I almost said Sam,
1: I'm like, that's the actor, don't you? Sam <laughs> Hammer. Sam Hammer, played by Sam Rogwell. Justin oh. Hammer, fictional character, appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. But we don't know if it's after the movie that the comic it's
0: probably out. before. If you go
1: to the Wikipedia, pretty good yeah. shoehorning characters. And, yeah, and
2: if you go to the Wikipedia, you'll see the first course.
1: appearance, and it'll tell you what yeah, year. Yeah, 1979. Yeah. And he's wearing a bathrobe. Classic. Oh, blue bathrobe. Classic not Tony Stark.
2: <laughs> this movie is, like, very much like Spider-Man 3 and Everything's Coming Up Tony. Like in Spider-Man 3, Everything Was Coming Up Peter. Like, Tony's living the high life, man. He's dying. Yeah, but... <laughs> so that's like a major... Joke. No, 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 no. At the start of the movie, we don't know that he's got bad palladium poisoning. We, we find out real quick. We do,
1: but... We find like, about five minutes in, but the f- opening five minutes is kind of recapping the end yeah. of the first one, so. and,
2: and what's happened in the inner room. So we know, like, he's taking care of everything, like... Yeah, we know he's got... We don't really... I certainly, the first time I saw it, realized that the palladium poisoning was going to be... Well, the thing that drives this movie, the plot forward. Well,
0: when he steps off stage in the beginning and he text- checks his blood toxicity, and like, clearly he's doing this for a reason. Yeah, I'm so not saying
2: that that what- We got a hint that there's something wrong right there. Fair. But nonetheless, he's living the high life, loving the fact that he's Iron Man, loving the fact that people love him as Iron Man, and then we get the scene in Washington, which is... Fucking great.
1: Yeah, that's my favorite scene uh, in the was movie. Oh, it probably <laughs> one of the
2: best fucking scenes in this movie.
1: I mean, not action-wise, that was, that was outstanding. The uh, senator closing the hearing by saying, fuck you,
2: Tony. Yeah. <laughs> On C-SPAN. That was amazing. Outst- <laughs> amazing. You keep going. Yeah. So that, that <laughs> scene, but that scene top to bottom, you get him showing up and not taking it all that seriously. That's- still standing up for his American right as as the Iron Man suit his private property. Doesn't Doesn't need to give it to them at all. Plays to the crowd very well. Plays to the crowd very well. Hack, like, then they bring in Rhodey. They say, read this specific section. Rhodes is even saying, no, I'm not, that's just...
0: Like, taken out of context, this is going to not sound good.
2: Yeah. Like, he's saying it right out the gate. Gets forced to read it. Pushes through and says what the rest of the report was saying. And then they show all the videos. And what does Tony do? Immediately he hacks the system. He's like, let me show you what's going on here. And then you see the hammer tech. In Iran, right? I think it's in Iran. And it, like, breaks the dude's back and just twists the whole thing around.
0: i just like to point out that that test pilot survived.
2: <laughs> Dude, it was great. And then again, a couple of my favorite lines in this movie, one of the, I think, both of them came up. Both of my bets were from that scene. He's like, you want my suit? You can't have it, but you're welcome. I privatized world peace. It's fucking great. He's, he's so good in that moment. Gareth Shanling plays the center, who comes up in one of the cat movies. I want to say Winter Soldier. I think it's Winter Soldier. It's when we find out that Hydra has infiltrated like the United States government. That, that's that's definitely Winter Soldier. Yeah, because he like hugs because he like handshakes and like hugs the guy and like whispers "Hail Hydra." Right. It's definitely yeah. him that does it.
0: So interesting layer. Yeah, that guy's even more of a douche than he lets on in Iron Man too.
2: But think about like, and that was one of the fun things about watching it this time around for me is I know that that guy's a Hydra, I know that guy's Hydra. Why, why does he want the Iron Man suit so bad? Because he's fucking Hydra, right? <laughs> That's why. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. They're actively playing chess with Shield to stop the Avengers Initiative before it starts, knowing full well that whether they want it or not, Iron Man going to be an Avenger. So, yeah, I, I, re- that seems great.
1: So the main plot of Iron Man Two is Tony's. The thing that's keeping him alive is also killing him, and he can't fix it. Right? Yeah, he's, I mean, he's just trying to. Most of the, like the first half of this movie is him trying to go out
0: with a bang, just like the way that he wants, like feeling fulfilled. This movie is a lot like Spider Man Two. It really is. is go great in the first movie, and then things kind of flip and everything goes to shit for our hero, which is probably why I don't like it that much, because it's depressing. (laughs) He's entering the the Grand Prix Monaco, he's driving a race car before he dies, he has a crazy birthday party where he's drunk in the the suit. suit. How do we feel about that scene? I hate that scene. (laughs) It's my least favorite scene just because... They start throwing shit in the air and he blasts yeah, it. Yeah, that's. Within. I'm like, not that's possible. not safe. You're somebody. gonna, yeah, you're gonna cause so much damage. And well, he said, so many "There's people. the
2: door and blasted through one of the glass. Not by the door, by the way, opposite side of the house from the door." Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that, that's a pretty dangerous scene. I don't even like the Roddy fight at the conclusion
1: of that scene. I find it stupid.
2: I, I don't it's, like it either. It's, it's necessary for Roddy to get the suit and bring it to the Air Force, but. Well, my biggest uh, my biggest problem with that scene was that after the fight kind of ends and Rhodey's like, sorry, Tony, and then flies off. I'm like, if Tony doesn't want you to take that suit, you're not taking that suit. He's really drunk, though. He's really drunk. He's <laughs>
1: dying. He's not <sighs> thinking clearly. He's like, just, I don't give a he shit. He doesn't it's, care. That's, that's my best friend. <laughs> he's
2: got the suit. <laughs> I'll see you later, Rhodey. <laughs> but I refuse to accept that at some point, Tony and Jarvis aren't downstairs and Tony just like is like hey Jarvis do me a favor make sure nobody flies away with one of these suits just just on the off chance somebody wears it. What if it's Rhodes? Especially if it's Rhodes. Maybe. I mean off screen doesn't happen we don't know but Romanoff even says it the next scene. You're Romanoff and Fury. Yeah. Yeah. You let him take the suit? I didn't let him he stole it. I'm pretty sure there are redundancies to stop that. Because when that happens that was my first thought It was like the hell does he let this dude just take the suit? Other than the fact that it's his best friend and he wants him to take the suit.
0: Just advancing the plot at that point. Because we have to have a war machine. <laughs> right. We didn't get one in the first movie.
2: And he also mentions war machine by name. In that scene, right? I think towards the end of that scene, before he flies They say on, the like,
1: term war machine. I don't know if he calls him war machine. No, or... he's
2: like, if you want... It's, I feel like Tony says something, some, something about war machine. I, 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 I might be wrong, but I... F- thought it was Tony looks at him and says take it if you want your war machine
1: yeah so he refers to the suit yeah, as, yeah. Okay. As, as a exactly. war machine as and war war machine. that's where we got the, the name and everyone in the theater goes
0: oh my god he said it <laughs> yep
1: yeah. Thanks. and Florida. it's as promised from the first one. Terrence Howard looks at the suit and goes next time baby yep but not
0: him not him do you know why he got like let go it was like money or a fight with someone right he I was a he, diva Yeah,
1: on set yes so so I think think the Don, world
0: right Don Cheadle is a late replacement I hate when th- things replace characters like I can't stand it and MCU's done it twice now what? Hulk okay. Bruce Banner and well, well I, I Ed just, Norton
1: and Mark Ruffalo yeah I'm, that's what I said you said Bruce Banner Bruce Banner right, right. oh you or mean they they characters you're the character are saying the actors yes okay yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they do it with, with, with yeah
0: with Rhodey I just, I don't like it when things do that. Granted, I like Don Cheeto in the role better than Terrence Howard. I just don't think Terrence Howard's personality fit the role as much as Don Cheeto. Don Cheeto delivering the, the joking, sarcastic lines I get. Terrence Howard, eh. Yeah, yeah I can't imagine He's
1: Terrence. more of a straight man.
2: Well, he, Terrence Howard even played him as a straight man. He did. He was like, come on, Tony, that's not fun. Like, come on. Whereas...
1: How, how's the fun V? Yeah.
2: But where, where Don Cheadle was like... Constantly going like bantering with him. It's definitely tough to imagine Terrence Howard in the role now. Oh yeah, I don't know. He just doesn't fit.
1: Yeah, I wonder if they had that character arc planned. our pl- yeah, arc planned based on Terrence Howard when they first made the, when they made the first movie. Because it
2: started at all. But do, Maybe. Do, do you think that? Uh, I, I don't know how far ahead they had really thought about going at that moment. By this time, by the time Iron Man Two comes out, you can see a lot of the groundwork for everything that happens in the future. But it, shoot
0: yeah, they're me. playing some stuff out. But but yeah, in the first movie, I think they weren't even sure it was going to land. Exactly. So I don't think they were.
1: Uh,
2: they were They were like
1: they might have had a board set up somewhere with some string, but probably because they they do have the um, Nick Fury Easter egg at the uh, in the post credits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So.
0: But if anyone was going to play Nick Fury, it was definitely Samuel L. Jackson, so...
1: Right, so, I mean, that laid the groundwork for the Avengers, but they probably didn't have, like, I don't know, they probably didn't have Thor-casted or Cap-casted or anything, you know, because no, they're, no. they're further down the road.
2: Well, what year is this, 20... 2010. Or, oh, I'm sorry, what year was the first one, 20... 2008. 2008. When did Fantastic Four with Chris Evans come out?
0: 2005, 2004? Yeah. Hold on, let's
2: say 2004. Just because 2004, 2004 2005. 2005. So, technically, Chris Evans was already in comic book movies.
0: Well, they had this... He was already... He was in The Losers. He was in... I think that was before that or after that.
2: No, I'm talking about comic book specific, though. Yeah. He had oh. already played a comic book character. Right. Yeah. So, there's nothing to guarantee that he would come back into Cap. They're probably not casting him until...
0: I don't even think they they put out the call for it. I don't even think they yeah. even considered Yeah, him. exactly who was going to be Captain America.
1: Well, maybe by the time 2 comes out, they, they have it in, in place, because Cap's the next one. No, Thor's the next one.
2: Thor, Thor the, and, uh, and yeah. then Cap. And then Cap. And that's my point. So they're probably, right now, when this is coming out, really starting to get serious about who do we want to play Captain America. And they made the correct choice. We all agree on that. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know any alternative,
2: but big Chris Evans fan, totally fine with it. So this is our first introduction to Black Widow. It is... It was so hard to not laugh every time she came on screen. All of the, like, because I just know, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> she's tricking you. She's tricking you. Ha, <laughs> Well, you see, like, fair, I guess the first time you see her, she does. She beats oh, the she, shit out of Happy, yeah, right? Yeah, it's the first the bo- scene, the boxing lesson. Yeah, she like jumps and flips him over, yeah. right? Yeah. So I guess they kind of they don't really play their cards too close to the chest on that one. But the entire, but now knowing all of what Black Widow is and has done, I'm just like. <laughs> Tony's an idiot. It's she was not the first choice to play Black Widow. No, uh, it was. Um, I have it. You want
1: to say it? Scar- uh, give it to me. Emily Blunt. That's you know, it.
2: Who would have done a fine job, but it'd be a totally different character. I feel
1: would have been a much more serious.
2: Mm-hmm. It's interesting to, to go back to see these early MCU characters and like the first time that they play the role. Like Scarlett Johansson looks clunky. Isn't the right word, but she just doesn't look. Fluid and like really comfortable with the character she's playing yet, and then by the time Avengers comes around, like I see Scarlett Johansson and I'm like, that's Black Widow. Like, because so- they're trying to hide the character from us. But the first fight scene when she's like out as Black Widow, yeah. Agent Romanoff, yeah. By that point in time, like that first fight scene, she just doesn't look as comfortable doing what she what she does. And then by the time the next time we see her in Avengers, she looks great at doing it. It's just interesting to see how these characters have developed over time.
1: Yeah, and uh, especially in Winter Soldier, I think that's the most natural she is playing the role. Oh, yeah. No, but she's welcome addition. Good introduction for her. I'm not never going to be a Pepper Potts fan. I just think she's incredibly unnecessary.
0: Like, she's fine, but
1: uh, she's important to the story they want to tell for Tony Stark. I, I don't know if it's just Gwyneth Paltrow or just her character in general. I'm just, as Every time she's on screen, it's get off. I don't know. <laughs> She doesn't bother me, I just, a lot of those scenes
0: don't do much for me. I think they should have phased, them, not phased them out, but like, de-emphasized them. Have it's, less of them.
2: Yeah, it, and it's also weird because I feel like they were trying to balance this movie between action sequences and storytelling and, and plot and, and moving the plot forward, and it became a little too much where it was like, just just get back to him wearing the Iron Man suit. I don't care that it took him three hours to make an omelet on a private jet. I don't care because or, or the strawberry one. I hate that scene too. Like, I don't care. Although what I will say is, from the second that scene starts, whatever that fucking thing is on her desk, my eye couldn't not focus on it. So when Tony comes in, is like, "Can we get rid of this? It's distracting me." I'm right. like, I know it's distracting me too. Thank you, Tony. Nobody else nobody else had that issue because I could not stop looking at it. No,
0: I f didn't notice until he said something. Oh my god. It's
2: it's the only thing it's the only thing I could look at the, on the screen.
0: I don't know when he buys the strawberries. Yes. I don't have any cash, so here's my watch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, I don't I don't like getting things handed to me. Just yeah. it right here.
0: That's a that's a weird quirk that I don't think they ever touch on again. No.
2: But they touched on it earlier.
0: No, but I mean, like, in, like outside of this movie, I uh, think yeah. this is the only movie version of Tony Stark that doesn't like being handed things. The
2: op- the opening <laughs> of the op- <laughs> it's so weird. it's like it's such a weird quirk. Well, the, the, one, the thing, of one of the first things that happens in Avengers is Coulson hands him a folder. He says, "I don't like to have things handed to me," and Pepper grabs it. it happens, it's the first thing that happens in Avengers. Wow. Okay,
1: time oh. to rewatch Avengers. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Of course, then Pepper just goes and hands it to him almost immediately after, but...
1: She's allowed. She's allowed. <laughs> he loves her. His first name
2: is Agent? Yeah, that's
1: right. Um, Leslie Bibb, the reporter from the first one, is also in the second one, which is funny because in real life, she's married to Sam Rockwell. Oh. That's probably the only reason she's in this movie.
2: That makes sense. All, she, there's also some good dig lines when, she's, when they're uh, talking to her at Monaco, though. Like... <laughs> did she you doing a full spread yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did she did a full spread for Tony and then she wrote a story about me I was like that's good that's good oh Hammer is so desperately trying to like play off the that he the fact that he hates Tony Stark like to start this movie especially in that moment no yeah no no I, we're not in competition that's just not what we're doing we're not competitors. Like, the scene go. before that, he's like, yeah, we're just competitive. We have this thing. <laughs> you get the, uh, I think another one of the cool little payoffs we get in this movie is the ex-wife. I actually really enjoyed that, that situation. <laughs> yeah. Hypertech? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he's going, bomb. he pulled out the Pelican case. These are the Cubans, the Monte Cristo. Like, just going through all of these Cuban cigar references. It looks like a Cuban cigar. He smells it like it's a Cuban cigar. Talks about how badass it is. Goes Because use it. it's useless. Hammer <laughs>
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give him the ex-wife. What? is <laughs> <laughs> a good
2: one. This is the kill box, Tony. This is not where you stand. This is where you go to die. <laughs> Maybe lead with that next time. I only get to use it once. The final action sequences is cool.
0: That's was, my favorite scene, yeah, them was, fighting them was, fighting the drones, not them fighting Whiplash. Fuck that scene.
2: Yeah, that's, well, that, that, that's, that's, that's an awful s- end. Whiplash in the suit is kind of like um, Ironmonger again. It's yeah. just a rehash. I'm it's thinking. a rehash, so, but it also took next to nothing to actually take him down. Yeah. Which, so it's like, yeah. oh, no, we're having problems with the actual whips. Let's just do that thing we did when I was drunk at my birthday party. That blew up my house. Let's right. do that now. Okay.
1: Stupid. It's like crossing the streams in Ghostbusters. Kind of, like, yeah. It's almost exactly like that. Well, prior to that, though, can we go to the um, the diorama in the video from his father? Mm-hmm. Sure. How he somehow... How gets stupid it is? Yes, that's so How he beautiful lines it.
0: He's
1: <laughs> like, oh, there's an element inside the diorama, but only virtually. Now, I went and rewatched that scene probably about three times to try to pick up on something, and I can't. I'm sorry. It's just it's It's convenient plot device. Yes, it's it's not. I'm I'm sorry. No,
2: no, no, no. no. Hold on. I'm confused here. He finds the element. I know that. I know that. But why is it problematic? Because it's stupid. It's
0: dumb. Why is it dumb? Because what person in the world would look in the diorama? Like, why would you hide the element there instead of like?
1: Okay, so it's... In the box of effects that he gets from... It, that he just so happens to start the Stark Expo back up for, for his dad and pull out that diorama while he's dying
2: from polluting... Pollu- 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 poisoning. It's it's too convenient. So it's... So for... Okay. The diorama was just lying around. It's the original diorama from the 1970s.
1: Which is only out because he brought back the Stark Ex- back Correct.
2: Expo. Correct. So then he wouldn't have had to go and have that conversation with the strawberries. Doesn't mean you wouldn't have had it at the house... Had to go to get it, sure, but I mean he had it either way. But as far as I, I kind of like the idea of, well, I can't make this right now, but I need to draw it and hide it so that nobody else steals it from me. But because like, you become very famous for creating a new element.
0: There's not even a clue given to Tony to look in the diorama, or it just he's just like he looks and he knows. I mean, you just see him driving away in his car with everything. He's loaded. a super
1: <laughs> genius. The only slight clue you get is the gold nameplate on it that says "What the future is here." The future is here, but like that's just the slogan for the expo. I can't fuck I can't. it. Yeah, I'm um, with <laughs> I'm you. On, I'm I, I, well, not on board
2: with. It I'm yet. on. A, I'm on a different way. I, I fucking
1: loved dumb. that part.
2: I really enjoyed that part.
0: That's that's fine. We're allowed to split camp. Here. We
2: are. I I don't know. But I'm also always. I've always been a fan of whenever Tony is doing that thing where he um, has a screen and it like blows it up and he starts like moving things and shovels it away. That part
0: that part is cool. Yes. I don't have a problem yeah, with that it part. That looks fine. But just, just, just the fact of how he comes across it, how he just like. It's in the diorama. What, really?
1: Okay. So, th- <laughs> and, him, and him physically synthesizing it using the shield to level everything out—that's that, pretty cool too. I really but, like that. Oh, that's perfect. This is <laughs> right here. Yeah.
2: Fun fact: I actually, the when the scene was happening, I jumped onto my phone to try to figure because they don't—they don't mention what the new element is called by name. Um, apparently, they he called it vibranium. But they already—they already have vibranium. Yes. So they, like, wash it away, they, they kind of take it out of the continuity. But apparently, it was meant to be called Vibranium, which is ridiculous, because... It's called Starkium. That's kind of what I expected it to be called. Um, also, you, you have to go back. Okay, so he has... titanium. The Sorry. final... The Fire. final... <laughs> <laughs> Titonium. <laughs> Amazing. That's good. Um, so, he finally has his breakdown, his suit gets stolen... He's hung over... Air quotes, stolen. Yeah, <laughs> air quotes, stolen. He's hung over eating donuts in a, inside of a do- giant donut on the roof of what I assume is a very famous donut place. I have no idea. But you see that in a Is lot it of called Tony's... Randy's. 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 Randy's Donuts. Randy's donuts. I almost looked that up, too, and I didn't get around to it. Is it Mars Attacks or do one, though? I think it is. I think it's a famous donut place. It is. So, we then get Fury talking, and then when they go back to the house... Fury is explaining to him that there's something, there's a secret project that his dad was working on that he couldn't do. That had to do with the expo and had to do with with that. So, I don't know, I feel like he gets set up just fine. I, I, I don't see what the big issue is.
0: It's, it's just that he's like, let me scan the entire copy of the diorama... Like, he doesn't and, know. Like, See, that,
2: that's it, the only one that has just, a problem with because he should already have that on his computer. It's somewhere. just
0: dumb how he comes across it. It's just... I don't like it. I don't like it either. It's... We're spending way too much time on this. This is a very minor part of the movie. I just think it's dumb. Oh,
2: bullshit. It's like the most... Cru- it, it, it is a crucial part. It's like the most crucial part of the movie. And I'm gonna say it's my least I favorite guess.
1: part. I think they could have done something better for yeah. him to stumble across or just be get insight from his father about this new element creation. I would have liked his
0: dad to have like the formula laid out but there's something wrong with it and then Tony's able to fix the formula and be like what if I subbed this for this based on X that just happened. That would have been cool. It would have been like better. A, yeah, it would have been a little better. Uh, I like
2: but I, I do enjoy him making a particle accelerator in his house.
0: That's fun and it destroys like everything as yes. he's trying to turn it with a giant fucking wrench. Yep.
2: <laughs> Why is he not in just an Iron Man suit where he can just do this with it?
0: Because that would require foresight and more budget.
2: Yeah. <laughs> One more scene with the Iron Man suit. Give him a fucking wrench instead. It's
0: also less funny. The wrench it's, is kind of funny. It is. I don't know if they were going for funny but they hit funny with me.
2: It, no, it was, I think I think that part of the scene was definitely meant to be funny. Because right before that you get the the Captain America shield joke. Too. Yeah, the shield part's good.
1: Yeah. That's perfect. The, this is going to go right here. Well, you get the shield and you get the hammer in a movie that doesn't feature either characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Iron Man is the catalyst to expand this universe. Absolutely, he, was. Yep, he kicked it off. He kicked it off, and they're, he expanded. They're gonna it right going to keep going back to the
0: well. Yeah, think we'll get a four ever? I don't think so. I think he's only going to do the the collab movies now. What else are you going to do with Iron Man? He's he's done about everything he can in the three solo movies. Because two is kind of just the same as one, but just depressing. And then three takes on. Weird shit after fighting
1: aliens. Yeah, uh, I will get to it. Yeah, we, will. we have to complete the trilogy.
0: I feel like I'm being really negative, but like I have another thing that really bothers me about this movie. It has to do with Whiplash. The inconsistency of his fucking whips. Yeah, like they cut through stuff like butter, but then they don't cut stuff when he hits people with them, or like car, like certain cars and certain people, they don't get. They just they're like ropes. He cuts through a car as if it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, like, people and, like, parts of. But never the
2: suit and never, like. Yeah, the suit, yeah. The <laughs> suit's the only one that he, like, just never is able to get through, which is kind of ridiculous. But, I mean, the, the metals on the suit are definitely way more intense than the metal. No, I know that. Cars, but, but,
0: I mean, but. like, it's it's selective. It's not just the Iron Man suit. Like, I could see if it wasn't able to cut well, through what does that. he What
2: does he hit that's not an Iron Man suit that doesn't go through?
0: Like, what? like he
2: uses them to
1: grab things all the He's kind of like Doc Oxit with certain things. I don't know, just to break, maybe it's the force he uses. I don't know. It's, it, it's a dumb Maybe point. he probably
0: has maybe. like a switch or a button in the suit. And he's like, cut, don't cut. He just Perhaps. presses one of them.
2: I don't know. It's just I'm just trying to think of outside the first time he uses it in Monaco and the final scene when we actually ever see Whiplash use whips. Those are the only two scenes though, right?
0: Yeah, which is also bad because they're name, fucking Whiplash. Whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> Do they ever refer to him as a whiplash in this movie? You think he's named it in IMDb, but like they don't call him it. I don't like this prison break scene do. either. Enjoy the mashed potatoes. Right. I awesome. mulling <laughs> <laughs> The
2: podcast, I want you to enjoy the mashed So they potatoes. just threw that guy in there to get blown up? Yeah, so they have a body. So that they could fake his death. So he could just... The guy looks seem pretty okay with doing it. Hail Hydra. <laughs> oh, I don't think he you know, Like I think he gets put in there and then...
0: Whiplash, Whiplash knocks him out. They probably promised him, some, him like money, like we're just gonna put you in there and pay you handsomely for it, and he doesn't know he's gonna get blown up,
2: or he knows he's gonna get blown up, and his family's gonna get a shitload of money.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe. He wasted. He wasted his life, but he can build a future for them. That guy's the unsung hero of Iron Man Two.
1: <laughs> in defense of Whiplash, do we know of any other Iron Man villains? Like I know Iron Man from the movies. I. Barely remember the cartoon growing up. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure Matt's going to tell... What I read of
0: Matt's email, he touches on this, but, like, there's fing Fang foom which is a dragon we saw in the, uh... The animated. In the animated one. Right. There's the Mandarin, which which is we we sort of get. We sort of get, but in name. (laughs) But we'll talk about that when we get to that movie. Iron Man's, like, before this movie took off, Iron Man was, like, not a high-level Marvel character. He was, like, a be C list character. So I mean, he I had he had his his rival villains, but I don't think he had a lot of specific villains.
1: You guys remember the cartoon when we were kids, or barely, not
2: not at all. No, From not really. I I Everyone watched the okay. Marvel cartoons outside of X Men, Spider Man. No, a little bit. I Watched a little bit of Spider Man. Not not that intensely. I was I was a bigger Batman fan.
1: Well, that's, that's the best superhero cartoon we're ever going to get. Yes, yeah, X Men. I agree. Don't man. <laughs> bad. Not Batman's good. Okay.
0: Not um, what we're talking about, though.
2: Did I I haven't done my least, right? No, I've done my favorite and my least. Yeah, I think I did both. <laughs> <laughs> I know I did my favorite, but I don't think I did my least. Should
1: we recap? We, yeah. Should we just briefly mention so? Sure. My favorite, uh, echoing Corey, is the Senate scene yep. in the first half of the movie. My least favorite is the toss-up between the, the party and the uh, the element discovery. I'm gonna go with the element discovery because I find it so stupid. My favorite one is the drone fight, which where uh, Iron Man, a
0: War Machine, Iron Man, and War Machine are fighting all the drones towards the end of the movie before Whiplash
2: shows up. That scene is so awesome. It's so good. Like the, their chemistry, like almost instantaneously, like you can tell that these two are meant to work together. They're BFFs. Yeah.
0: And my least favorite was the Tony blowing shit up his birthday party. Mm-hmm
2: my least is actually the way that this movie starts when it's his dad dying and um that's the last, last that they dad. tried huh what what Last is dad. because and I should say it's the what I would what I feel is the worst acting that we get in this movie is literally the first bit of acting we get in this movie because his dad dies and he does that in, no moment I'm like Well he that vaders was, it yeah he evaders it and I was like well that's garbage. There's no way to start this. Fortunately, it gets better, but yeah, that and that and or the birthday scene.
0: I don't think Mickey works very good in this movie.
2: No. Again, he was just big at the time. He has that first scene, and if it was that throughout, he probably would be hailed as one of the better villains, but we only get that moment, and it just goes fucking downhill from there. Well, it's weird, like, <sighs> this fucking bird is, is his biggest concern for most of the movie. I don't, th- he's very forgetful.
1: Forgettable. That's that's the whole thing. When he you're is. thinking of like worst villains, like I don't, he doesn't come to mind right away. Yeah, yeah, kind of have to dig through it. And this movie overall, I think, is kind of
2: forgettable in the MCU scene, right? But think about it like this. Think about the things that they could have changed to make this the end of this movie better, right? So,
0: have what, a decent
2: fight. I'm saying don't put don't put that final fight in with Whiplash at all. I'm saying Whiplash is controlling all of the drones from a distance. They break in, and all of them are just set to go do whatever they're going to do. And Whiplash and his suit are gone. So now, over our heads for everything else that the MCU does, they could just drop Whiplash's new badass suit into it. Does anyone care? That's if fair. if you don't if you don't have that final fight where he kind of goes down like a little bitch, then yeah, people do. But because we saw how he goes down, no, I didn't
0: care at all. It's just not interesting. Like they tried in the be like in the part that you like, the beginning, that was like they tried and they were like, uh, ah, we're just that's enough, right? <laughs> we did enough. People know why he's why he's angry and why they should relate to
1: him. Here's a question for you guys. Just thinking about like how Marvel is like the phases. Is this movie necessary? No. No. Does anything really I
0: the only thing that's necessary is that he replaces the I mean, they could have just not have him have palladium poisoning, but
2: but they but then that's again, the
0: only part that really impacts anything going forward.
2: Well, the, right? the, the next the next bit of irony and is Rhodes that it's getting war machine. The next bit of irony about the the needing to stop him from having palladium poisoning is that at the end of Iron Man three, he literally doesn't need the arc reactor right. in his chest at yeah. all. Yeah, The entire time he's had the see, ability... This movie doesn't need to happen. Yeah. No, it, the, 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 you, you can, can skip get, right to Iron right. Man 3.
1: You get the introduction of um, Black Widow, but you could have done that in... Anywhere uh, else. Anywhere else. The Palladium poisoning is the only other thing. You don't really need to see Howard Stark's character, because you get him in Captain America the First Avenger.
2: It's... You, we don't need this at all. But you do get that... Emotional moment where he finally, he, Tony finally hears Howard Stark say that he loves him, and that he's proud of him, that he was his greatest creation. You get that little—that's a good of, scene. Yeah, You get that I little mean, piece of clothing. Nice. Yeah, right. Right before he gives him the hint of how to find the new, the new element. Right. So that—that's, I guess, what my major gripe with this
1: is. It's, it doesn't really advance anything. It's—it's it's, it's kind of an unnecessary movie, in my opinion.
2: It's a big dumb action movie. It's
1: a lot like Thor two. Thor really two don't need to. Guardians two really doesn't advance. Guardians
0: Guardians two. I mean, you find out who Peter's father is and what Peter right, is. Right, but and it, obviously it, what it, Peter that's, is.
2: That's, that's a one note. Yeah, but knowing what Peter is is definitely going to come into play when trying to fight Thanos coming up here in the next month. Because Shit, he's not end to have of the this
0: anymore? But he's going to. In yeah, some he's definitely fashion left over at least. Yeah.
1: That movie's going to be awesome. I, I got, hope that movie's awesome. I got it, like... I, I've been avoiding trailers, but I got chills seeing the trailer, like, last Which night. Which one did you say? Um, the one where... uh let's see. Oh, there's a lot in it. It was, a, it was a longer one. It was about four minutes long. Was it both of the trailers combined? Possibly. In this trailer, you had, uh... The, the funny part was when, um... Spider-Man introduces himself to Doctor Strange. He goes, I'm Peter. I'm Doctor we, Strange. We're using our made-up So I'm Spider-Man. That, that was good. Then <laughs> he had um, Star-Lord telling Tony, I like your plan, except that I don't like it and it's stupid and we should do my plan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that plan is great, except that it sucks. So why don't I plan yeah. and maybe it won't? That, that was good. Wow.
1: Do you see, see Thanos in action? Mm-hmm. No, it was good. I, I'm looking forward to it. So this is
2: You saw the one where Thanos is punching, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Back
2: to Iron Man 2. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) I'm actually, I don't think I have really much else to say about Iron Man 2. No, no, I I touched on
1: the villain. I have very few notes. Least and favorite, he did. Um,
2: Corey, did you do your least and favorite? Yeah, so my favorite is the courtroom. Mm -hmm. And my least is a toss-up between the birthday party and the very opening scene where... no? Yeah. I, I just, I fucking hate it. It's fair. Nobody can do that well. I've never seen a movie. Didn't Shawshank do that? Not saying no or just crying out. No, crying out can be done well, but like, like super sad, like crying, um, like yelling out no. I've never seen it done well. I'm trying to think now. Doesn't
0: I've never seen Shawshank, but isn't well, that's no? They it, don't that's do not that?
1: that's no. not what happens. He doesn't fall to his knees and yell? He yells in the rain, but doesn't yell no. Oh okay. yeah, that's after he spoiler. Alert. No, but don't. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah I've, I've never
2: a seen
0: it. I know that he, like, escapes from prison going out the fucking toilet or that's
2: something.
1: That's it. That's the thing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's what happens in that moment. Yep.
1: Oh. oh. I'm covered in shit. That's he why he's screaming. He's happy because yeah. he's getting
2: washed away. He's getting, yeah. yeah. He he comes comes cleaner on away. the other side, Joe. It's a metaphor, but it really happens. <laughs> it's um, a good movie. It's not about that. Oh,
0: God. It's such a good movie. movie. So I've, I have an email from Matt. I may have mentioned that before. I forget if I did. I'm going to read everything except for the part where he rated it. Matt says about Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. long has it been since I watched this movie? Man, I have missed it. I miss the devil-may-care attitude of Stark. The boozing, the sex, the rock and roll. And I've also missed the robots. Don't get me wrong. Well, Matt might want to say robots. Yep. Don't get me wrong. I love that suit. I love that suit can now be summoned in pieces just like Mjolnir, but I love the robots and conveyor belts that would help him don and doff the suit in times of old. And Bodiless Jarvis, ugh, missed that so much. Ah, 2010, those were the days. This movie, yes, has a lackluster villain, but they built a good history in with him and it kinda makes more sense when you add in the nonsense from Civil War and Witcher Soldier. Man, everything happened in those movies. <laughs> Whiplash is an old Iron Man villain. He certainly isn't the best man for the job, but he's the man they chose. Personally, I'm a fan of Fing-Fang-Foom and the Mandarin, but that's a talk for another time. Don't worry, Matt, we touched on that. <laughs> Hammer is a great crazy asshole for this movie, and I love him. My only regret is that we can't use Hammer for the glory that is the Dark Avengers story. Uh, storyline now, but say la vie. This movie has a fun failure and revival arc for Stark, and also the birth of War Machine and Black Widow into the MCU as well as the first time I can recall that Marvel started pulling fast ones in the trailers and used scenes not in the movie. Action, writing, sex appeal, and Marvelness are spot on in this movie, and I have very little complaints. And I'll read the rest of that for his rating later. In like two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) To be continued. What we're going to do now is rate the movie, as we always do, using our Infinity Stone rating system from one to six Infinity Stones. If you give it a six, you can also give it a gauntlet. Which is the highest score you can actually give this movie. And now let's rate Iron Man 2. Corey,
2: you're up. I enjoy this movie. I enjoy the action sequences. I think there's some really... uh, Everybody that truly matters in this... That continues to matter in this universe puts puts out a very good performance. But because the movie doesn't need to actually exist for the story to continue the way that it does... It does lose a little bit there. I think it's going to be a four-stone movie for me. Four-and-a-half-stone movie. I'm going to four-and-a-half with it. Sequel, what do you think? This movie is a letdown. and I
1: don't. This is the first time I've sat down and watched it since I saw it in theaters back in 2010. And it really doesn't have that much rewatchability for me, so that hurts it. But again, it's, it's Iron Man. He's in the suits flying around. He's blowing stuff up. It's pretty cool. The villain's lackluster. This is all the things we touched upon. I don't think I can quite give it a four, but I'll go three and a half.
0: I also, this is the first time I'm seeing it since I saw it in the movie theater. I was pretty disappointed and kind of let down when I left two in the movie theater. Watching it this time, I think I like it better than I did leaving the theater. It's, like you said, it is still fun. It's still Iron Man going around doing stuff, getting drunk. Not as much hitting on the women, but he's trying to, you know... Hammer down a real relationship with Pepper Potts.
2: But he does make a few passing comments at
0: Romanoff. i does. want one. I no. Want one. <laughs> he's the same old Tony. Really, he's what carries this movie. Robert Downey Jr. is still great. He'll always be great as Iron Man unless he really starts phoning it in. But yeah, so I'm going to give this movie three stones. I don't particularly care for watching it. Like, I'm fine with skipping it in MCU rewatches along with, like, Hulk and the second Thor yeah. it it does what it wants to do which is not a lot so I can't fault it they were still testing the waters and I think they got better after this so they found out what works and what doesn't and Matt's finishing email for his rating he writes this is tough usually I'm the guy with the shield taking the live hits for the movie so I'll wrap here four and a half stones oh they really likes it Apparently. Thanks, Matt, for your email. You got your thoughts included, because I'm sure Bennett wanted to hear them, because you're his favorite. That's true. This is true. And those are the thoughts for the rest of us on Iron Man 2. If you want to let us know your thoughts on Iron Man 2 and stuff we didn't touch on, and if you want to defend Whiplash or tell us why Justin Hammer is awesome, I mean, he is kind of awesome. But why just, the movie is necessary. That, too. That would be a good one. <laughs> if you have a reason why this movie is important... <laughs> Send us an email to
2: zthpodcast at gmail.com. Or shoot us a tweet on Twitter at zthpodcast. Uh, you can take a picture of yourself at the Monaco Grand Prix. Send it to us on Instagram at zthpodcast.
1: We're on Facebook, facebook.com backslash zthpodcast, or search for us in Facebook. Zeros talking heroes, zeros and heroes, and in E-S.
0: And find us on that there iTunes. Give us a five-star rating if you're enjoying the show. If you leave a review with that, we'll also read it on the air. We don't get a lot of those. We get less reviews than emails. This is true. That's weird.
1: So, it's not really. I guess not. Yeah.
2: Our fans do email a lot.
1: I appreciate that. <laughs> Looking at you, Maurice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Only you, Maurice. And Every, it's everyone, we yeah. We appreciate you. We have we have a pretty good stable growing. Pretty yeah, good. We do. We do. I like, like it. I thought say the
2: same thing. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I <right>. love <laughs> a few more reviews though.
0: Yes, yeah. I'd love the all months. the ratings and reviews would be fantastic. And if you don't want to go through the hassle of doing that, it's not really a hassle. But if you find it a hassle, just tell people about the show. It's called Zeros Talking Heroes. We're your friends. You're our friends, and Absolutely. they can also become our friends if they enjoy the show. My favorite part, My favorite part of doing
2: this. Favorite podcasters. It's true.
1: My favorite part of doing this is getting emails from people we don't know. Oh, it's yeah. it's the best. It's I, that's. Awesome to that's me. What keeps yeah. us the the drive and the hunger
0: going? Exactly, we want to keep the, the show because that's what keeps the magic alive. Our numbers might not be
1: there, but just the fact that three or four random people have emailed in that we don't know—that's a that listen. That's that's great for us. Yeah. yeah, it's huge. So we really love that,
0: and thank you so much for all of you who share your thoughts with us. We could not be happier. And if you want to continue to do so, we're totally good with that. We would appreciate it. Next time on the show, we're going to be traveling all the way back to 1978 to do the first Superman movie. So join us for Superman next time, and until next time, I'm here to let you know that every movie out there is someone's favorite movie. Iron Man 2 included. Good night, everyone.